The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. I also absorbed all the RTE coverage. It looks like Neve Brennan will be uh, heading up the probe that the government is set to announce and all sorts of stories of how RTE might ultimately be reformed from selling 2FM, closing down Cork, laying off 400 people. All of this, of course, is speculation. Uh, And, uh, uh, you know, obviously we're looking forward to the uh, two committees meeting again this week, the Media Committee in public session at 1.30 on Wednesday. We'll have the usual star cast uh, for that. And and there's no doubt that uh, uh, the whole thing is going to become a lot stricter. Well, joining me is Ireland Editor with the Irish Independent, Finon Sheehan, to round up where we're at now. And today, Finon, I see you write that uh, the turmoil will end RTE's autonomy. Good morning, Finon. What are you predicting? Well, there's obviously going to be changes to the organisation and and structure and oversight uh, of RTE. And in amongst that is going to be the ending of this idea that the, the RTE executive um doesn't answer as much as a normal executive of a, of a, a former semi-state body would would to their board of directors and that's in place deliberately so that you can't have a minister putting uh, the political appointees in place who can ride roughshod over over the executive board of the of the, the management uh, dictating them what to them what to do in terms of the editorial direction of the of the, the state broadcaster, and you'd have to say that that, that uh, level of freedom that was there uh, is is now gone out the window as a result of what what's emerged in RTE. So you're you're very much going to see uh, a change there. Definitely, the board is going to be more powerful, and you know it's it's debatable. Is that in the interest of democracy? Probably not, but it's it's now going to have to happen. Okay, well, let's focus on either tonight or tomorrow. The cabinet are going to announce their decisions. Uh, Professor Neve Brennan of UCD Corporate Governance School looks like heading up the review. Um, all sorts of 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 different angles in terms of uh, what might uh, flow from that, um, and and then we have these stories of basically a new uh, public service news station slimmed down getting rid of 2FM uh, I've heard places like Cork being sold uh, uh, and, and that it would really define what is the public service news element rather than the station as it is now. How much of that do you think is speculation or is that the direction of travel? In terms of the specifics, we're not quite there yet, but very definitely there is going to be a, a, a clear line drawn between what is commercial and what is public service in RTE. Because at the moment, it's all just jumbled in, in together. We were hearing at the Iraqis Committee last week, well, we act in this manner just as, as any other uh, commercial media industry entity does. But the difference is, Everything that they have is both license fee money and also commercial money. And RT have have cited one or the other, depending on what has suited them over time. So it would be more helpful, I think, from now on, uh, the vibe coming from government is that people should know, right, this is what you are getting in return for your 160 euro license fee. You get the news, you get the children's programming, uh, you get Lyric FM, you get the orchestra, and you get, you get the following types of programs. And then on the commercial side, we have the entertainment uh, and and the showbiz. Uh, and 
those two two entities are, are going to be difficult to to, to split, uh, whether they're physically split into two different companies or it's, or it's a paper exercise. We have to wait and see. What, what we're also going to get tonight uh, and into tomorrow is not just the, an examination of of the corporate governance and structure at RTE, but also somebody going in to delve into the accounts because there's a lack of trust there now from the government side that they're being told that everything uh, everything that's going on because they found that over the last few months uh, they weren't obviously being, being told, so they need to go back and have, have a, 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 a look uh, into, into what may have previously been, been going on in the organisation. Ultimately, you have to remember, in the background to all of this, you had uh, RTE executives, particularly the Director General, D. Forbes, having a string of meetings uh, with uh, the Taoiseach, the Taunash, uh, uh, the Minister of Communications, the Minister for Media, uh, about licence fee reform, saying that RTE needed interim funding and long-term stability in, in terms of their, their funds uh, on, on the public side. And at the same time, she was aware that this ticking time bomb was counting down in in the background so that that lack of trans that lack of transparency there now from RTE is going to have to be addressed by government now one of the clear sort of def- definitions of accounting in the public services for non-commercial state bodies like the HSE or the IDA the controller and auditor uh, is ultimately accountable to the PSE he does an annual report of money's going straight does it look like RTE, if it goes for the public service model, is going to be brought under the auspices of the CAG? Yeah, and it's surprising that it's been outside of it for, for so long. Again, I suppose that was part of its, its autonomy, that it was uh, able to operate with a slight degree of independence. But yeah, that, that's going to happen now. I think that was in the, the Commission on the Future of Media anyway, that it was, it was recommended that for transparency reasons, RTE should go down that route. So... You know that that's a fairly that's a fairly basic one. I mean, there's going to be kind of very obvious elements will come out of the corporate governance examination, be it the strengthening of of the board's supervisory powers, uh, a greater ability to 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 both manage uh, and watch what's going on on the on the accounting side on the accounting side, uh, and also communication between the entity itself and and government. And you can ima- you, as you can imagine, because of the, the failings that have occurred here each of those will be strengthened quite substantially. I see also a recommendation that nobody in RTE will be paid more than an assistant secretary general, which I think the top level is 176,000. Is that likely? I don't know. I mean, ultimately, that, that'll that come out in the wash in, in, in terms of the, the, the corporate governance. I mean, one of the, the issues will, will probably be that it's not just the top 10 stars whose salaries are, are, are published uh, it'll be other figures within the organisation uh, uh, as well. I mean, ultimately, you do even have to have competition, uh, be, be, be conscious of competition even within the public sector uh, in, in terms of, of your ability to get people. If you have got people in, in other aspects of the public and private sector that, that you want to get, uh, that you're hampered from getting because of, of a, a salary cap, uh, well, then that obviously creates a difficulty for the competitiveness of, of your organisation. So 
that that's one that's up in the air for now. Is it not inevitable when you look at what's happening? They they, they have debts of ninety five million. Uh, they've been knocking on the door frantically, as you say, privately, looking for more money. Uh, is, you know, if you get rid of anyone, get rid of anyone on the executive board, you've got to give them two years' salary. That's the the law in the country in terms of that. If four hundred people are to go, is it not inevitable? There's going to be another big bailout of RT in the short term. Yeah, very definitely. I mean, ultimately, even if you entirely set aside the, the top 10 earners and say, from now on, we're only paying them the average industrial wage, fine, go down that route if you want. That doesn't solve the, the fundamental financial difficulties that, that RT are, are, are in. Uh, they have gone on for quite some time now. They have not been addressed despite a, a number of cost-cutting exercises. So there are going to be difficult decisions ahead, both in terms of providing funding to RTE in certain sectors and and then withdrawing funding uh, in others and, and determining that right, hard political decisions uh, have to be taken. And again, you'd say there were attempts to have a go at things like uh, regional studios um, in the past, and they were batted back for political reasons. You'd say that there are... There, difficult, tricky decisions now coming down the track and ultimately it will come down to does does government authorise whatever the new management structure is in there to go ahead and take these decisions now. Finally, uh, the first question I asked you the other day when you were in the studio, this 120 grand, 2017 to 2019, in all I've read, there seems to be no clarity about that. No, nothing at all. And, And in fact, when you look at the detailed answers that were coming back at the Public Accounts Committee, uh, and the Iraqis Media Committee last week uh, were still none the wiser. But even whether this money was paid at all, or was it a bookkeeping exercise? Uh, was it to, was it front loaded uh, to avoid a lump sum at the end of a contract? We we now don't know. And and it's very curious that RTE the the board decided that after Deloitte identified two very suspicious invoices. They brought in another top five accountancy firm, Grant Thornton, to fully evaluate and investigate this issue, which took three months. Uh, on, on foot of that, then, they come forth and say, Ryan Toberty was paid three times as 75 grand. And then on top of that, they say, well, we've had a quick internal review and we found another 120 grand, but there's no explanation for that whatsoever. So they've even contradicted themselves uh, in in terms of the manner in which they they divulge this information, it it feels like it felt that once the grand tournament investigation came out, uh, further questions would be asked, and they better throw it out there and look into it later. Finn Jean, Ireland editor with the Irish Independent, thank you for joining me. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.